Sure, I will too later. <laughs> Good morning. Good chaydish, actually. <laughs> um, so we we left off, uh, which we'll finish this morning. It's, it's, it's we're doing the uh, shortest share, obviously, because Rosh Chaydish uh, about career jobs, and we talked about obviously a person using their skill set, being wise, how they do it. Uh, so, so the Pelioid says the following thing. We talked about, uh, obviously, if you're, if you're forced to travel for your job, then it's not a good situation because the travel itself knocks you down. It, it, it tires you. You have less strength to learn Torah and to do tefillah. You don't see your family. Um, you have to, you know, you could be in dangerous situations. So just to pick up where we left off, Second, that was why he said it's better to have a profession than to go business traveling. In those days, they really had to travel uh, far to do that. And now, even if you're in business, uh, which means you're, which was a job, which you typically traveled. I mentioned that last time. What Rabbi Gepstein told me about traveling. I don't know. I guess I just you know when I was when I was leaving Lakewood Yeshiva BMG to go to law school. So I asked uh, Arav Zalag Epstein, uh, should I stay in Lakewood for law school or should I move to Philadelphia? <laughs> Did I say this before? Yeah. Uh, oh, Daniel wasn't here, so uh, yeah, people were. Yeah, so basically, very briefly, so he asked me why I would want to stay in Lakewood. So I told him, well, my kids are in school in Lakewood, wife and children. Lakewood, of course, is a, a, a city of Torah. So he said, well, and what, remind me what he knew what it was, but remind me how long the commute was. In, in a good day, hour and 15 minutes, no, not to New York, from Lakewood to Philadelphia. Uh, uh, it's hour and 15 each way. And, and if it's not a good day, it's, you're talking about an hour 30, hour 45 each way. So he said, the most important thing for your family is that you have strength, learn Torah, and to daven. Because if you, if you knock yourself out... Then you don't have you don't have koychas you don't have strength. So he, his point was is that you're not gonna have t- you're not gonna have energy to learn Torah and to daven if you're going and traveling. Instead, move to Philadelphia. Well, actually, for me, on many levels, it was uh, my family as well. It was, it was the best thing. So, but even if you are in business, and in those days, being in business meant you were a merchant and you were traveling. You were you were you were could have been a peddler going on the countryside for a long time. You can mitigate the bad. Because again, if you're traveling and you're schlepping and you're going back and forth, you're going to knock yourself out. Uh, you're not going to have time. You're not going to have energy. Listen, I was in Chicago earlier this week. What happened? Even I got delayed three hours. Plus it rained. I got my own on the plane. I didn't get back. I was supposed to arrive at 10.30. I arrived like 1.10. I didn't get to sleep at 2.30 in the morning. I don't, you know? I was still here for Shachas, by the way. No excuses. Uh, but you don't think that it, it doesn't knock you out. The things happen. You go traveling. You know, you're, you're, you're right away from your family. All kinds of negatives. So he says, if you're going to be doing this, at least mitigate it. Don't go looking to be uh, Somebody told me recently, somebody... Um, was in this community for uh, their father growing up. Never saw their father. Only seen his father at Shabbos because the whole week they were traveling. And actually, this is a, is a little boy and impacted them negatively. He didn't have a father. Right? He didn't have a father. It's, it was crazy. So he says, 
V'lo yavakish. If you're going to do this, don't look big doyse for us. Yagila ha'asher al yedei ha'kafas v'halavos. You're going to have. You're going to look to make a lot of money. What happens if you take loans and you 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 you, you get a lot of uh, you're not, you, you put a lot on uh, you mortgage yourself and you try to get bigger and better. So then you have more pressure <laughs> to pay these things off. Now you can have more bank for your buck, but anytime you have a, a large any business, by the way, um, there's risk. And if you're if you're leveraging yourself, and certainly anyone, by the way, you, you know of course why Trump does not want to give up his tax returns. Everyone knows why, right? Pasha, anyone in real estate in New York doesn't pay taxes. If you own buildings in New York, the best ROI in, 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 in the best, you just depreciate all your properties every year. So there'll be a billionaire not paying any, not just him, any of these guys who own buildings are not paying taxes. I'm telling you a fact. I know people in real estate who invest in real estate, they do not pay taxes. It's the biggest tax boon in the entire world. No, most Americans don't realize that, but all of these real estate moguls pay very low ta- taxes. They depreciate all their, all their properties. And the way the tax code goes, it's like a haven for these people. Um, huh? It's legal. Uh, totally legal. Yeah, he's audited. They, and you know what? They, they, everyone knows that. That's why they want, to, they want to embarrass him. Like, they want to show he's a billionaire who doesn't pay taxes. You know, that's what, what, what they'll show. But, but the point is like this. Um, you know, if you're if you're if you're if you're leveraged in today, you can go bankrupt because he's went bankrupt. He's had projects go bankrupt. They leverage it ninety five percent. They put five percent down. If you don't make money, you just let it collapse. That's how. That, this is the world of real estate and corporations. You know, you don't have to go to law school to know this. This is a fact, right? So, but in your, if you're personally leveraged, you have a, or you're, you don't have billions, you can't go bankrupt more than once because you don't have a reputation. So you will kill yourself. You will, you, will, you will drive yourself to do anything to make money. Because, you know, at the end of the day, um, I, I've dealt with people unemployed. It's scary. You know, you speak to them. I'm sure you've seen people who are unemployed. They're nervous. And they have to pay for their children. And they have to pay for their family. And they get all, all, all stressed out. And they don't sleep at night. And they're on sleeping pills. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not telling you any chedushim over here. Well, if you're leveraged and you don't see, you know, how in the world you're going to do it, you, you, you will go and do anything to make money. You'll push yourself. You won't come to davening. You won't come to Minion. So he says, if you're going to be in business, don't, you know, you may say to yourself, I need to make a lot of money. Don't push yourself too far. Because if you do that, what's then going to happen is you're going to see this huge amount of money you need to make, this huge amount of money you need to raise, and you will not be able to do ruchness. You'll be so overwhelmed by your, your parnasa, by making a buck, that you will not have the, the peace of mind to focus on Torah and on, on the purpose of life. You'll end up doing bedrag and memory house. So do all kinds of things to make money then. At least stop it and what? If you're going to be involved in business, now, <laughs> stop it and what means, you know, there's a, there's a point of elasticity. I, I'm, I, obviously, if you, if you make more money, you can do more for your family. It's to cost a lot of money to raise a family this day. You can give more charity. You can do more for the Jewish people. But it means that this, everyone has to realize is steps. Don't jump too far in the steps. Do things which are relatively to, to who you are and where you are. Because if you don't do that, you can really get yourself stressed out. And 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 not Don't leverage yourself. Don't do things which are reckless. Or Don't put yourself in a danger where you, there's a five percent chance or ten percent chance of making money, and a lot of percent chance you'll fail. You know. Um, you know, whether it's, it, careers, by the way, the same thing. I had someone recently want to change their career. 
I told them, like, you don't have the margin of error. <laughs> it doesn't work for you. You're gonna be, you're gonna be, you don't realize what's gonna happen to your life. You won't sleep at night, and you'll, you won't daven, and you won't, it won't, it, you, it doesn't happen like that, you know? It, it, I, by the way, I get calls, I'm not joking, from Israel. It's random people just call me, they can't, they, they have no money. By the way, not this morning, I, got a, I walked to my office, I had a phone call from some lady from Florida. She needs, please help me. I'm not, I get these calls. <laughs> I think everyone in Silicon Valley is walking with like gold on the streets. You know, <laughs> we're the world of. That's how I view it, by the way. It's like you know, in Silicon Valley, must be a Google, and they don't they have no idea what they're talking about, right? And like you know, Laser Constants, you know, you know, Warren Buffett, Yoni's, uh, Bill Gates, Yehuda over here, Sergey Brin. That's how they think. I mean, they're much like dripping with gold in Silicon Valley. Like I get these calls, random calls. Some lady this morning, this morning, five six one number calls me from Florida. She, you know, she can't live. So if you're gonna do this, don't do risky business. Unless you have, you're a billionaire, you can have some risky investments. So there's nothing wrong if you if it doesn't if it's not gonna affect your spirituality. But don't you don't leverage your life. Because what will happen... Okay, okay, one second. Kitoyev Paschareva shall better to live more simple and with tranquility um, than, than, than taking investments or taking jobs or doing things which could jeopardize your total spirituality. V'yamarabhaseinu, it says in the Gemara Mpsachim, says, Achol Batzal V'shei Batzal. Better to eat and, you know, and sleep with, with onions, but sleep at night and, be, and have a life. Then go around schlepping and having nothing, and you know the tirdas hazman, and the the, the 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 being overwhelmed with zman, the agias hadrachim. You know, I recently had lunch with a very uh, you would see successful guy, but the whole time it was like you know, ever see a, a nervous twitch? His eye was like twitching, the nervous twitch. You know, he doesn't sleep, he's stressed. This I never felt like I was at nebuch. You know, I, I, there's a homeless person who came here last week to meet me. You know, he, was, he comes to me. You know, he said, someone said he came when I wasn't here. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So he does that. He comes like, I mean, he's, he has nothing. He's, he's going from house to house. This guy, you would say to yourself, yeah, trust me, his value is probably, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, maybe worth more than all of us combined. I don't know. You know, but he doesn't sleep at night. He's not a happy guy. Stressed beyond belief. That, and you think, if I can pull this guy to spirit, I don't have no time. Guy tells me, you know, to get a lunch with the guy. It's like eight months, you know, because he has no time to, for anything. It's not a lot. I mean, that's what he wants. V'tirdes hazman v'yegias hadrachim upizer hanefesh. If you're going to be wasting your time traveling on trains and planes and automobiles and getting tired from trains and planes and automobiles, yegias hadrachim, you're weak, you're weakened from traveling. Pizer hanefesh, you don't even know where you are. You're stressed. You're here. You're there. How am I going to do this? How am I going to leverage this? Now there are people, by the way, who are very cool, chilled, calm people. And if you're like that, and you can handle multiple things at once, fine. I, you know, I, I, there's certain things I can handle very well. I can, I can multitask. Other things I wouldn't want to multitask. And if I do, I know it stresses me out, so I stay away from that. You know, because I, I know that if you have peace or enough fish, you can't focus on life and on, on your children and your family and on paying. But it's seen as, and what happens very often is when people, you know, do risky business. Today, I would say it's really, you know, people who, who take business ventures or careers which are risky. I mean, or or built in that way. I mean, you just you're setting yourself up not to be able to learn Torah, 
not to be able to daven with minion. I mean, there are people who go traveling, they can't daven with minion, they don't have the minuchas and nefesh to do it. Uh, and there's some people who don't, they don't, they, they, they don't have the ability to know how to pay their bills. I mean, it's just crazy stuff. Uh, and you put yourself, you leverage yourself, and you live and you can't serve Hashem because you're just too stressed, you're too nervous, you're too, you know, you need to, you need to run. I can't get the minute, I can't get the davin. You don't have daf I'm learning how about bein. You know, people they don't have person doesn't have time. It needs to, you know, get extra money, and the, and the person misses what the hell in the world in this world for. Missed the whole point of life. You know, a person they they work. I like. You know, I think I mentioned recently. Uh, uh, one, either one night. Um, no, I told it to one of my chavrusas. He said I was I was reading a story about of a Balshuva. This is an amazing thing. Guy was working in New York City on the 14th floor. He's in his 60s, and one day he's looking out the window in Manhattan, seeing everyone scramble. If you're in the, in the morning in Manhattan. Actually, almost all day in Manhattan, they're scrambling. But in the morning, like between 8.30 and 10, if you look at the streets of anywhere from, let's say, uh, Wall Street, even before Wall Street, downtown, all the way probably 60s, you know, you know in the 70s, right the 70s, you start getting all the people who live. Like you see those scrambling and running and the rat race of life. You know, you know Manhattan goes from somewhere from a million to 8 million to 10 million during the day. The population, it's just because they all come in there. Uh, and he's like looking at all these people running. And he said, What's, what are they, where are they running to? Like, they're going to run their whole lives and then die. Like, it, it just like hit him at that moment. It, and that was like the spark that changed his life. Like, what am I running for? You know, just to make money, just to, to, to push myself. And by the way, I hate Manhattan, the hours are much worse than the valley. Like, they're crazy hours. If you're in finance, you're in law. You're in any of these things. I mean, law is, I know about law. It's crazy. You can't even imagine. You know, don't work for a Manhattan law firm. Uh, what? Uh, yeah. Yeah, but uh, I mean, they're really, I, I used to joke around. I said this before, 9 a.m. to 5 a.m. It's a 9 to 5 job. It's, you know, so he's, he's looking at these people. He probably has been doing this half of his life. What's it all about? Is this what I want to be doing? A rat. Pushing a rat. Running, running around Manhattan. Doing what? For what? So, such a person will live a life of chayat sar They'll be stressed, they'll get their ulcers, they'll, they'll push themselves. And here's the important part. You won't be able to totally serve Hashem. All of your service of a Kaddish Baruch will be lacking and blemished. Because you won't be there. You won't have time to learn. You won't have the, the bandwidth to learn. You won't have the bandwidth to pray and, 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 and to enjoy your family and to see your family. And, and, you know, I remember once I was, when I was in New York, like, a guy told me, a from guy, he said, he's, you know, this is not uncommon. He never sees his children during the week, only Shabbos. He lives at home. He lives at home. He lives in his house. He doesn't see his family. Because he comes back. You know, I had a cousin, by the way, actually worked in a New York law firm. You know, he's living in Lakewood. And he used to come to Manhattan. I remember once I called up his wife. I said, I to speak to him. And she said, oh, he's still at work. And he was, he's in Manhattan. He's at to to Lakewood. I said, he's at work? It's 11 o'clock at night. He has to be better work the whole week that way. So I called him. I said, I was my cousin, right? I killed him. I said, how do you do this kind of job? Like, how do you, where, do you, where is your priority? This is a guy who learned in Kolo for years, by the way. <laughs> this guy learned in the best yeshivas <coughs> and in Kolo. You know, forget Davini with Minion. 
Forget learning. You don't see your family. I said, where's your priorities? And he actually, he was making money, Taka. <laughs> that was, they get, he get, get, did get paid. But where are your priorities? This, this is why Hashem put you in the world, to sit in an office, you know, downgrade, go to a lower law firm, you know, make less money, but learn Torah, David, you know, see your family. This is what you, I told him flat out. I don't think he liked it at the time, but he did change jobs, and I think he, now he appreciates it. But I killed him. I mom I called him. I, you know, you know, crave him cousins, and I'm, I, I tell Musa once in a while. Once, <laughs> I said to him, like, are you Meshuga? Like, what are you doing here? I said, you tell me if this is what Hashem wants. You honestly, this is what you want. It's not what Hashem wants. You can sit there, and, 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 sit there and, and work all day like a slave, make a lot of money, and never see your, your, a, a shoulder during the week, never see your family during the week, Barely learn a few words here and there. You learned in Kailo for years. This is what Hashem wants. You live a life, a stressed life, and you're not going to build a Hashem. It will be lacking in pogum, blemished. Therefore, make sure you pick for yourself a profession or in business. First of all, obviously, as we started the last time we learned, should be honest and kala. Something you could serve Hashem. You can be able to, to, to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Espalel, of course, you have to pray. Let me, after you do work, you can't just pray and sit in the corner. After you're doing work, HaKadosh Baruch Hu could have a person if you do what Hashem wants, Hashem will help you. <laughs> if you do what Hashem wants, you have Siyat HaDashmai. Again, it doesn't mean you could do a job which doesn't pay. You know, if you work in a uh, safe way as a, as a grocery boy, nothing wrong with being a grocery boy, but you won't be able to afford a Jewish school. <laughs> yeah, unless you work two jobs, or three jobs, so with that. Um, maybe with one kid. <laughs> no, you can't. No, that's, you know, you that can't. will be back to what you were talking about. Yeah, yeah. And then you work two, three jobs, you don't see light of day. So again, uh, you got to pick, obviously, a profession which you could make a decent salary, not, you know, this is a longer, this is a kia. Pirish Rabbi Sandra Talmud says, Shetani Kia Min HaGazal. Obviously, no questions of iniquity of thievery, the Hemba Avon. You know, if, even if you work in a Hollywood script, you may not be stealing to pay you good money, but you're in a very compromised situation. You're in the world of Me Too. Uh, there's a reason why Me Too happens. HaGazal Nase Keheter Lexaspamas. Realize there are certain professions, always, historically, not everyone. But a disproportion of the people steal. They, they're dishonest. That's not a profession where you want to be in. Uh, by the way, cash businesses, ad hayob. You know, it's very hard to pay taxes if you're in a cash business. <laughs> right? Unless you're very honest. And, you know, uh, even, even, even a non-cash business, very hard for people in business. In your profession, they take it off, off your check. You don't, you don't, you don't have any that yet, Sahara. But if you're in those kind of businesses, very... Cases uh, called hachayatim, tailors. I don't know what tailors used to do in those days. Uh, you know, she had some of my ancestors were tailors. I have them on my chart, but I'm sure they were the honest tailors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shiloh. Uh, tailors steal back. Uh, I was thinking they, probably they, they didn't do the good job, or they charged you more. They you know you say with some certain fabric, then they just like yeah. Who knows? I don't know. People in business. One of my brother-in-laws is in business. He told me. Uh, and, and he, he said he's shocked. He deals with, with lots of religious Jews. Shocked what some people do. Shocked. These people go around with yarmulkes and tzitzis and who knows what else. 
learning acting like he's shocked. My brother-in-law, he says he sees what goes on, he's shocked beyond belief. So you know what? When you get to Shemayim, my brother-in-law will be shocked, he'll be happy, but these people will be real shocked. <laughs> they can get to Shemayim, they're going to be God's lonim. Like, you know what it means? You know how hard it is to do true for that? Very schwer, very difficult. And if they get caught, I just I just penned an article. Yeah, and yeah, and then no, I just wrote an article. I'm Hashem. I just gave it in last night to a to a major Jewish publication for next week because it's the part of Chil Hashem about the collateral damage of Chil Hashem. I mean, terrible. You're correct. I mean, but yeah, but even without what they're for sure doing is gzela. The potential for Chil Hashem is also great, especially in today's world with inter- with the internet. Chil Hashem. Doesn't stay in your little winkle in your little corner. It goes everywhere. Um, in the old days, they would change their names. You know, they would change their 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 whole shebang. You know, there was just a case of an Orlando, Florida. There was a Pesach retreat. But the guy, you know, was over his head and to an extent swindled people and swindled the hotels, which went on the news. This guy apparently. 12 years ago or 10 years ago did the same thing. But he changed the corporation. He put an, a front guy on with a different name. But you know what? It's all, it was in the news. And for the people in Orlando, these Goyim, Chil Hashem. And for the people in, in fact, what? The guy with the yarmulke. Pesach retreat in Orlando. I There's, read something about it. I'm sure you did. I got plenty of emails about it. Uh, you know, but not just that. What he, he damaged these Jewish people who pay, pay their money for it. He stole from them. He ruined their Pesach. You know, but they change their names. They think they can get away with it. The Hilo Titzlach, and you won't be successful. Therefore, you want life? As I said yesterday, you want to, be, you want to have eternal life? You really want to be a matzav of, you know, as I mentioned yesterday, of Amis or Chayim Oilam forever? And you want to have. A, a life of we can work and uh, sleep at night, serve Hashem, make sure to pick an umnas which is both honest and 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 for you to be the And then if you do that, you'll be, anything you do, it won't bring you negative in this world, and more importantly, you won't be negative in the next world. So ends about careers and jobs. Amen. I think so. Zakasal, the fear of the hero of the Shemana Kafetan Siko. Ya, 